Who are the most important people in our organizations? Do you wonder sometimes if it's you or if it's your client? Well, let me tell you, if you do not have great employees, you will not be successful in your organization, no matter what it is that you do. So making sure that you onboard your employees is essential to retain top talent. So let's talk about it. You're listening to the Nonprofit News with Dr. Shaniva Early. Y'all, okay, now let's talk about onboarding our employees. What's the best way to put it? We are organizations that have volunteers. We may have employees, depending on how big we are. We are companies who need to be respected at every front door, back door, every event. We need to have that respect of the community. But the one thing that we must do is we must have the respect of our employees. And the only way we can do that is to onboard our employees in the proper way so when they come aboard, they know what the culture is in our organization. They understand how we want things ran and or not ran and how we going to make our transition for them to come on successful. So first, before we get into that, let's talk about the word of the episode. Annual campaign is the word of the episode. I know it's two words, but you see what I'm going. An annual campaign is organized to receive gifts from people to your organization yearly. Thus, it's the annual piece. Usually in support of totally general operations. Sometimes it could go to scholarship programs if you have that. Sometimes it goes to a mentoring program or some kind of program. But your annual campaign is usually a one-year gift or a gift done once a year. Now, <clears throat> please don't be mistaken when I say an annual gift. This is just a campaign. When you do annual giving... It's just one event, but all year long, you want to go out for those grants. You want to go out for that personal funding. You want to go out for all of the things that you need in order to make sure that you have funding. But most people have one big event that, that really like sustains them for the year. It's usually that big thing that you do, whatever that is. So that's what our annual campaign is about. And as we know, when you're doing an annual campaign, you have to have some good employees to do that. So you have to have an onboarding program that does more than just help orientate a new employee. It should shape how that new employee relates to your organization. It should bring about how the person is, is going to be, how they're going to be received in your organization. Implementing an or employee onboarding employee program can shape the culture, like I said before, while developing a high qualified pool of employees. So the people that in the talent that you're bringing in, the employees, volunteers, however your organization is ran, 
So I'm not just saying just do onboarding for paid staff. You have to do some onboarding for your non-paid staff. So it is really worth it to have a volunteer program also. It is super important to have a volunteer program because your nonprofit volunteers are just as important and sometimes more important than your paid staff because your paid staff is there for a paycheck. Your volunteer staff is there because they love your mission. They love what you're doing. They love to help people. They want to make the best of your organization's um, purpose come to life. So let's first define what the purpose of onboarding is. It's really to help our new hires, volunteers, whatever, transition into the role of the company or at the company, within the company, wherever they're going to be. That's from our service workers, such as our cleaning staff and janitorial staff, all the way up to the CEO. There should be some kind of onboarding, new hire transitioning process because you're taking somebody from one area, bringing them into your area, and they need to be transitioned into the workplace or however you do it, because a lot of people work from home now, but maybe you're onboarding the new IT person who can work from home. Are they informed about being in a quiet space when somebody call in without hearing the dog bark or the trash truck or hear them washing dishes or whatever? Like, will they have a place and will you tell them, Hey, you need to have a place so that when somebody calls for your help, it's, it's there and it's business-like, right? When implementing your onboarding process, you will alleviate a bunch of stress and you will improve the culture of your organization. If you start and stay on the right path from the beginning. Employees who start well, they're more likely to stay with your organization over the long haul. Not necessarily saying they will, but it's more likely, as you see, the people who got the best things when they first came ended up staying the longest. You can reduce the turnover in your organization Because we all know if you look at the statistics, it is easier to keep an employee than to hire a new one. And let me give you some facts about that or some, uh, I'm going to call it Dr. Early opinions. This is Dr. Early's opinions, even though a lot of them can be generated and facts can be proven. I'm going to call them Dr. Early's opinions. When you hire somebody, you have to pay the initial workman's comp, the medical, um, you got to take time out of, of, for training. You got to send them for the new uniforms. If you wear them, you got the business prep them. You got to send them to the certification classes and, 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 and that's what happens when you hire someone new. Well, when you retain an employee, they'll get a bump up and raise. Hopefully you'll be doing enough to give them a bump up and raise. 
their copay or whatever may go up slightly or whatever, but you won't be putting them on the road for the first time. You won't have to worry about all the new stuff, new laws and, and getting a higher rate because everything will already be set in place for them. So you're not doing it for the first time, which is where the cost comes. The cost comes from all of that new hire stuff. But as people stay in your organizations, think about it. When you go somewhere, they be like, um, you can get, Buy one, get one free. Let's say the biggest BOGO. Buy one, get one free. If you have three people buying it, you get the fourth free. So you're saving, right? The same thing works when you're in an organization. If you already got three, you're really getting that work done on that fourth person for free. And it might sound like, what is she talking about? But it's true because you're not paying because the longer you have your insurance, a lot of times they don't go up a a major amount because that person has been working for you. So a new person is coming in and they got pre-existing illnesses or whatever. So your insurance rate is going to go up. Well, the person has been there, been going to the doctor. They've been getting help. They haven't really been getting sick, blah, blah, blah. You see what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. So new hiring and training costs. You don't have to pay for somebody to come in and do a training and we do, you know, the new hire training, you just do your standard training, thus save you money. You see where I'm going? Right. So the startup cost for a new hire is expensive. Besides, you have to do recruiting costs. How much does it cost to put an advertisement out there to recruit a new whoever you need? You know, letting people know what's going on trying to bid out salaries and startup costs associated with the new hires and that kind of stuff. Hiring, you know, the rate, making sure that the benefits are good. You know, you're going to pay 0.2 to 0.4 of the salary if um, if you have, it's, you know, it's like you're paying more for all the things, the benefits, the vacation, legal, supplement pays, retirement pays, all of those things are things that's going to increase and training and equipment and all of that kind of stuff is going to increase your bottom line and the anxiety of people experiencing going into new places. Just think about it. Every time you go into somewhere new, doing something that you've never done before. It's it's a stressful situation. You know, there's stress from learning new jobs and fitting in and making sure that, you know, I'm coming in and I I love, you know, old school R&B and I'm coming to a culture that loves rap music, you know? It's it's just fitting in. But employees who are not properly orientated in a in a job or their surroundings and stuff, it's gonna make them feel stressful. So we have to make sure that they're not there's not an excessful stressful situation because of that. And think about it: if you have a lot of employee turn turnover, it is sad when you have an organization whose turnover is such where you have a bunch of old staff and a bunch of new staff, but nobody in the middle. 
because there's nobody really sticking around. And the old staff is only sticking around for whatever they're sticking around for. So you have to have some good turnover, but not an excessive turnover that the culture of your organization is being compromised. Right? Because turnover is expensive. Replacing qualified people requires more than just onboarding costs that you're going to incur. <clears throat> you know, you have to consider different um, exit uh, uh, factors such as um, the cost of somebody exiting your company. What about your exit interviews? If you do exit interviews, what about the paperwork? What about that disgruntled person who leaves your company and rags on you because you didn't do whatever? What about having to pay for um, loss of productivity and, you know, all the overtime that you have to pay just in case of when they leave and they did you, you have a culture where people work so much overtime that you can't stand it. You got to think about um, the recruitment costs and advertisement, screening the candidates, which takes time away from your everyday um, processes and, and, and employees, right? So you have to calculate all this kind of stuff when you're thinking about um, bringing somebody in. But if you have a realistic expectation for your new hires and you explain that to them in your onboarding process, you're going to make the transition so much more appealing to them. And you'll have a work environment where people can clearly see your mission, clearly understand your vision, believe in buying your into your policies, uh, policies and procedures, you know, they, you, you, you tell them about your, your rules from the beginning. And if they're, they're willing to, to buy into them, it, it'll be a much better situation for everybody concerned. Right. So, um, you have to make sure that the introductions are good. There's a number of reasons to implement an onboarding program or processes. Um, but before you do anything, you have to understand what is really involved in it and how important it is for the success of your organization. Now, when we're onboarding um, people or onboarding new hires or whatever the situation be, may be, um, it, it's important that our um, the, the it's a, in done in a systematic way, right? So um, you can't do it for one person this way and another person this way. You have to have a, a, a systematic way of making sure that all employees receive what you're giving them the same way as such. Now, it's... <laughs> You're going to get those employees that don't understand your policies and procedures and your techniques and all of those things, but make sure that you do it and do it evenly as possible, <laughs> right? And so because employees typically break even um, from hire them about 20 weeks after they start work, right? So the productivity that they're, that, you put into them, you want it to equal the investment that you get out of them. You know, they, they start generating value over time and people are like, Oh my goodness, why are you saying it like that? But think about it. 
the value of a person's time is being generated every time the expectations, the policies that they're, they're making sure that happens, you know, if they're networking with other companies or other people, that's valuable time that the employee is giving to the company. And so you have to understand how, when you're onboarding them to bring these things out, making sure that the employee feels welcome in your company. Don't have that, the meanest person sitting at the desk. Okay. When new hires come to, to new organizations, it's bad enough. They already feel isolated because they don't really know anybody, but it's not enough to just walk them through the office and hand them some paperwork and tell them to read this manual and sign it and give it back because they're feeling anxiety and they're anxious and they got to be acclimated to your environment. You know, you have to make them feel like they're welcome. So make sure that you, you make sure you have a process in place where they can contact you when necessary or the person that you're going to assign them to because when you're onboarding somebody you should assign them to somebody give them somebody a mentor or something that that they can follow with that they can mail with that they can you know find and figure out the ropes with but please don't give them to the person who really don't want to be there no more or the short timer is like uh, you can do it this way if you want to you don't got to do it if you don't want to uh you know i'm leaving so it really don't matter to me have your new hires meet people on the first day and let them in- interact and engage and and help them get acclimated with somebody. And sometimes it's unavoidable. If you're replacing your assistant with a new assistant, they're leaving. So they, the investment that they need to put in, yes, is fleeting because they're leaving, but make sure they don't give them that short timers attitude. Don't please don't let them give the, and, and explain that to the person that is leaving. Don't give your, the new hire, the short timer attitude, because they need to feel like they're being put into a, a situation where they're being respected and appreciated and that kind of stuff, right? You know, schedule them so everybody can meet each other if possible. Most organizations have, if you're a small organization, is only two or three of y'all anyway, take them to lunch and, you know, let them get to meet each other. And if it's a big organization and they have departments, let them hang out in the departments with everybody else, you know, to acclimate them to the new situation and not make them feel like they don't want to be there. You know, make, let them greet the other people they're going to be working with, you know, tour the facility, have lunch, you know, schedule some training with them. And because you, you know, one big thing is when you're when you're bringing on somebody new, you may be doing a change of culture. So maybe everybody might need that new cultural change, not just them. It might be everybody who needs the a new wake up call, you know, and and when you're doing it, maybe it, that'll be a time for you to really hone in and see who really wants to be in your organization. If they've gotten so settled that the status quo is the status quo, right? So every successful program 
You have to have some preparation for it, you know, and, and onboarding is no exception. Make sure you have some good preparation when you do it. Make sure that your activities are professional. Make sure that you let the people who is already in your organization know that somebody's new is coming. Have that paperwork ready for them and make sure that mentor is ready for them so that they can be um, sure that they're going to come into an organization that fits what their business goals are, their company goals are, their personal goals are, you know, and make sure that you as the leader in the organization or the leader in that section, the manager who's handling things, make sure that you're not over there trying to um, undermine the situation because we all know that there is some who will undermine you in a heartbeat. And so make sure when you're designating the mentor to help them or whatever, make sure it's not going to be somebody who is going to make it difficult for them. Make sure that they're not being set up for failure. Make sure that they're set up for success. Um, <clears throat> because we we already know we got people that's already in our organizations that's overworked and they're tired and, and they, you know, we have more people to serve than we have serve servers. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and, when we bring in somebody on, I, I got 10 reports due in the next, you know, three weeks. And then now I got to be friendly with somebody new. Like, make sure that when you're sending those mentors out that they have the time to help. Don't put so much work in so many programs and on people that they they don't have time to be the quality people that, that you know they can be to those new hires. You know, Onboarding should improve your training processes and people who are responsible for the training, they should take it seriously. They shouldn't, you know, feel that it's a burden and make sure that you give them and let them get feedback to make sure that it's happening the way you as a leader would like it to happen. It is very important to have an onboarding program that in the long run people will respect and love right so if you want more about employee onboarding please join the nonprofit leadership academy take the onboarding class or workshop or seminar course whatever however you like to to say it go on to the nonprofitleadershipacademy.net and see the classes that are available on the nonprofit the the employee onboarding course will be added soon. So go on there and take this course, get acclimated into understanding how to onboard <laughs> your employees. They need this opportunity. They need to know how you want things done from the beginning. So thank you so much for joining me and I will see you all in the next one. Thank you for joining Nonprofit News with Dr. Shaniva Early. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please like and share.